Welcome to the show. I'm Super James. That's true to my left and Domo sitting across from me. We what are up, Green the Room up? Radio. Another edition. What's going on, guys? What's going on? So I have another, I have a friend mm-hmm. in, t- in town. Hang on. Let me guess. You met this person <laughs> on Clubhouse. I was just going to ask. I was, kind yeah, of. Yeah. And, and, and here's my thing. Kind of. How are you on pod? How are you on uh, Clubhouse before me and Super James here? <laughs> I know, right? We, we, we haven't evolved well, to Clubhouse. Well, first off, this is my friend, Doc Ray. Mm-hmm. What's up, right? Doc? Right? With Doc Ray Genetics. It, hey, sister. Good to see you. <laughs> Welcome to the thank show. You, thank you. Thank you. I had to do a double take. I'm like, is that ZZ Top? Ah. Nope. I actually got hey. that shark dress man by some chick at the gas station earlier. It's like, hey, whatever it takes. Yeah, there um, you go. So what's so what's up with what, what, I want to say? What's up, Doc? Yeah, yeah. I have buddies that just love saying that shit. <laughs> Is one of them Bugs Bunny? <laughs> there he goes. Hey, you have a buddy named Rabbit though. So yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, close enough. It's yeah. hard to not want to call you by that. It well, it's kind of it's part of that. You know, I'm a, okay. I'm an old outlaw cultivator from Humboldt County, and you know, we've been doing it for five decades. And we just didn't did, go by our real names, you know. I mean, just did, only recently. Did now. you say Murder Mountain? I retired kind of in that general vicinity about 12 years ago, but that's a bunch of bull. I mean, it, you know, is, it, oh, is, it, okay. is it more animated for TV than it what is, it really it, is? You know, honestly, I think part of that is they try and put a bad perspective on it you know, on the, the spin of the cannabis, so to speak, you know, that part of it, right? So they show that one little side of it. But the truth of it is, is most of the places, and especially in my neighborhood, you know, they're mom and pop cultivators. They've worked at it for a long time. They've raised their children, you know, they pay their taxes, all that kind of jazz. You know, we just love the plant. So that's what we do, you know, and it just over this last. So that might've been an incident or two. And then they just Netflix took it. Yeah. 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 Like I say, it doesn't yeah. happen there, you know, because I've been handcuffed and had dirt kicked in my face back in the 80s, you know, and had yeah. friends that have been robbed and stuff. And, and honestly, we, we kind of had this conversation earlier, you know, about I'm an old Green Mountain boy, brother. And, you know, when you rolled in on us, we were armed, man. You just, you know, you could, we're coming into our neighborhood. Well, yeah. You knew we were how, yeah. how long have you been growing? Uh, since 1972. Wow! wow. Right. first joint. I mean, back, back then it was like like, like, a, a, like a murderer almost, right? You could treat it like it was like bad. Yeah, like what <laughs> what is the difference from what cannabis world has been to when it was back then? God, I, I see the difference in Vegas from when I moved here till now. I can't imagine from 1972 to yeah. now the cannabis it's, change you've it's, seen. It's sad in a lot of respects because. And well, we had this conversation of the old the two fifteen days where you would walk in and the bud tender would be there and you would get the so, jar yeah, out. Yeah, so for you, you guys, could Prop two fifteen in L.A. when it was uh, recreational before it was. Uh, I mean, uh, that, medical. It was medical, first medical before first it was recreational. Yeah, and you actually had to have a you know a little but permit so, or certificate. So were those so the permits that you could buy on Venice Beach were those legit? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can. I don't I, think anything I on Venice Beach in, is legit. I yeah. took some DJs to go get their card, their weed card, and it's like you go into this kind of like funny place, and it's like a funny doctor, but they're real doctors, and they give you a card. So those guys are access. real doctors. I mean, they have licenses on the wall. <laughs> it says so on their business card. <laughs> shifted though, brother. It's yeah. Like, I got a cue reader from Andrew. You can cue it on your phone, and for thirty three bucks they'll email you oh, digitally wow. print you out a card okay i'm gonna no have way. to hit them up is that, that state yeah. is that statewide or that's is that... like right now nationwide yeah it came, oh, it came from God. dr dean of to him which she's a pretty damn reliable source for that kind of stuff and it's basically oh, yeah. a 30 dollars fix to have your prescription if you're in a state where it's legal in your state well that's good medical. to hear because remember my mom my mom actually had a card i believe here in nevada and then hers expired and now she's over in arizona but she was just saying, oh, it's, you know, it's so expensive to come back and have to get an appointment and go. And I was like, I know it, there has to be an easier way to do it. I'll make sure that you <laughs> get the yeah. the Q reader for her. He, I watched him do it. It took about 15 freaking minutes wow. on a, a debit card wow. or a credit card, you know, 33 bucks. And I literally, he printed it out off of his And spot. I heard just, you know, I heard that buying the medicinal is obviously better than buying from a just regular dispensary. Is that true or are they still i'm gonna say yes and no it's going to depend on the source because a really high quality dispensary or retail location is going to have really really fine quality well-controlled flour 
where a not very well regulated medical facility may not okay so yes and no but by if they're equal then absolutely you want to go into a, like a patient resource facility where they have top quality flour that's full spectrum full effect you know cbd cbg and rich as well as thc and a lot of what we see with the what you're talking about the retail market is all thc driven you know mm -hmm. they want 33 percent thc or they want 28 or whatever the hell it is medical people i mean they do but that's not really what their mode is that's not what right. they're coming in there how for. how accurate do you think those are when when you see those packages and they say 33 <laughs> percent yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only as good as the the test taker i mean you know who's given the, the who's doing the sampling and stuff until that gets more regulated that's part of the problem too do you that's feel yeah. that this system now with the prepackaged stuff like do you think this is the right way to go or do you think there's well, some it's just you know i'm old school medical guy it's, yeah for me personally it's not if what my preference would be was you came in as the patient you came in to whatever the facility was that the coa from the producer me the grower is there of a fresh certi certificate of of analysis which gives the breakdown of the plant for you it tells you everything that if that current batch and you as the bud tender can go okay here's the coa for this five pounds of flour that we have we know this is what's in this jar and now as the consumer you have a you're as close you're as close to the source the the farmer i mean you're much closer yeah what right. we have now is i'm the farmer and you're the processor and you're the manufacturer and you're the distributor and he's the consumer well yeah, yeah that's what's happening you're gonna say james is the user for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah right you follow me so now, how is that regulated how is that regulated for the for the well they say it's better that the system says it's better mm -hmm. i mean but they're that, making money on it yeah you know, they're getting taxes <laughs> is, it, is it better right. i don't know in kind of what we were talking about earlier the when who the hell is putting the labeling on there who said, did the test yeah, exactly. work? you know as a consumer you don't know who the testing services are well so. i've seen you know something i've seen out here in vegas we've went on a couple cultivation tours and and the people doing it you know the, the people the growers i guess you would say mm -hmm. what do you think about you know like if i was a facility and i see some of these growers and you know they might be 30 years old now if i was if i was a facility i'd be like I'm, i want to i want to deal with you because it seems like what you know versus what these young you know like we, we we met several very young growers out here and i'm like do they really know i mean like what's they do ages experience depends who they learn from they do and they don't who's their mentor what's their background what their schooling was or you know are they plant people by design or you know you've got a biologist that moved into cannabis and he's got four years of biology from schooling and he's going to go that direction that's so kind of like tattooing it depends who their apprentice brother i would is. say that's a great analogy honestly yeah you know yeah. Who, who who's your mentor who did you learn from you know i'm old school self-taught there weren't any books there isn't wasn't any schools like they have now you know there's schools everywhere in the last so, so you had to years. figure yeah, like, you had to figure out that insect problem huh <laughs> well i'm good at it here's, here's <laughs> the crazy part is because i do it the way i do my problems that most young cultivators run into i never have those issues because i have them designed into my maintenance programs as i'm working throughout the season you know every week i do stuff everything i just know that i'm looking for stuff and i'll just reference this two years ago not the fires last year but the season before we had a real shift in the bud mold in the area mm. and i heard a lot of young cultivators yes. that didn't know to go out and go look at their buds two and three weeks before harvest and didn't do anything and they lost 60 70 80 percent of their crop i was pissed because i lost five percent of my crop <laughs> yeah. okay and the, yeah. and the season before out of my entire harvest i lost 11 less than seven grams to bud mold how yeah. did you get into growing you uh, i mean yeah okay I mean, you know, it's the seventies, yeah. I'm high school, smoking the first at the lake with a buddy of mine and his big brother was Vietnam was going on and his big brother was like he was my Mark's big brother, man's come back from Nam and he'd been home about a year and we lived on you know, it was lake life, you know, smoking weed and fish and that was what we did as teenagers and just one morning he said, Hey man, come let's go fishing and took we went across the lake and went up into this valley and ridge and you know walked in the sun shining at sunrise and he's got 16 footers growing in the trees wow. and i fell in love you know? <laughs> yeah. like, where, where did you grow up at i 
grew up in the middle. I was born in the middle. I'm a military brat, right? Yeah. So I was born in the middle of, country, middle of the country, but I spent the bulk of my life from the middle, like late teens, up to current where I'm at in the Mendocino County. So and that, that's, that's hum- North County. Basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Humboldt. That's the county that's south of Humboldt, the True Emerald Triangle, Mendocino, Humboldt, Trinity counties. That's the real triangle, and that's the Ukiah, my hometown. Is like that's I grew up in that neck of the woods, and it's just a way of life there. And like my mentors were all malcontents and nonconformists from San Francisco in the 50s and 60s that moved up into the redwoods, and they, you know, that's who I learned from, and they were all the ones kind of like we were talking about running around with. Jerry Garcia and Hendrix, yeah. you know, and you know, down at Haight Ashbury, and that's this group of men and women that they're either gone or they're in their seventies and eighties, you know, they're old men and women or they're dead. You know, so, you well, know. That's so did you have that acid back then? That looking, that looking. If, if you were, you were in that actually, little loop. Briefly, not to go too far. But <laughs> yeah, sorry, Walden, sorry. Uh, one of my mentors and one of my neighbors, his claim to fame was that he personally distributed close to six million hits of acid with Tim Larry. Was uh, that the orange Walden. sunshine? The, yeah, that'd be Walden. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, that's, you, that's and, a and good... just a brief on him real quick. Not to yeah. Too far, but Walden, big, tall, slender guy, dark, gray, long hair, big beard, kind of like I look now, but more hair. But every time you come up and meet him, brother, he'd reintroduce himself to you each time because he ate so much acid, he didn't know if he knew you or not. So oh. just, <laughs> just being safe. Just keep reintroducing <laughs> himself. I kind of feel like I do that in Vegas a lot. Yeah. Because you don't want to remember those people. I, yeah. I would love to, like, do one of those hits. Well, that, that mount, I mean, obviously living, I mean, I, I don't know about living in the mountains, but that, I feel like that mountain life, I mean, you have a lot to, f- I mean, if your focus is weed, that's what you're focused on because you're kind of, you don't have the distractions that it's going on everywhere else. We didn't, and we had, I mean, we had the law, we had law enforcement previous to what we have now, this current quasi-legal thing that we're doing now, right, semi-legal in the states and illegal at a federal level, this thing that we're all doing right now. But before that time, we really was, you know, we watched We watched in the air, yeah. we watched in the air for them flying over us, we watched for cops everywhere and rippers what we call them rippers you know people come in to do us harm and during this harvest time come in to rip you off you know oh. there's a real net the what we're talking about the community radios that was a spinoff of how that started a way for us to communicate when someone was in the area doing harm we, that's how we communicated with each other we so still I, do that so there it's like wow. the neighborhood watch for farmers yeah, yeah. For, for cannabis growers okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the triangle in the time the triangle is so remote and so rural that, you know, like in my neighborhood, and I'm retired, I, and I have street side, and you won't believe it, but we have curbside service and mail and the whole nine yards, <laughs> and we really <laughs> do, you know, but my point is, but yeah. there's no law enforcement where I live, I live in a real unincorporated area, so we Imagine are. that, James? I would like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> well, brother, I, I am the law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what, that I, was that my, might be, yeah, that, yeah well, it could go either way. Question. How did that's the, what we saw the guys, yeah, dogs. so like the people from Humboldt, it just, I mean, it feels like even if you were the police, you're just gonna you're cool with everybody. It's a, it's a small. Well, our sheriff specifically, I'm friends with the sheriff. I'm yeah. friends with the community of the law enforcement's there. I know a lot of them. They know me, you know. And you know, really, the focus is and in that area is hasn't been mom and pop cannabis for a long, long time. There, they focus on illegal growers out in the public lands or someone that's not functioning with those within within the rules you know so right. like we've we've done it for so long trying to stay within whatever the hell their rules were now going on well over 20 years 24 years of playing within their is, rules is it still a gray area right now yes and no not like because that's what even here in vegas you know when they say it's legal it there's just i feel like there's so many gray areas that can turn it legal to illegal well, and well the can consumption lounges licenses will be giving out soon not not anytime close but that just passed and then um you know new york so there's other states virginia just went legal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you know oklahoma is getting crazy and so now there's now there's a conversation about going federally legal then do you think if it goes federally federally legal is it good for business or is it bad for business? It can be. Okay, uh, my company we're setting ourselves up for interstate commerce. I mean, again, I'm c- here 
with you guys doing an event this weekend to promote my business, oh, yes. getting ready to move my stuff across. Yeah, what, what is this event? We're, we're, uh, he's entering the, the Hayes Secret Cup, but we're also going to uh, the Las Vegas Cannabis Awards. Shout out to Andrew. Yes, Andrew with Hayes Radio. You know, Hardeen's going to be there. Um, Love Hardeen. Have you been to Hardeen? Secret Cup is... No. Not yet. The Hayes Secret Cup is going to be really cool because there are going to be a lot of different companies there you know glass blowers and um lots of different i mean this this is all the companies that will be there so um good networking for anybody shouldn't we put shouldn't we put that on the other tv matt is this the uh that's the competition you guys were talking about this that's the awards Mm -hmm. so the comp the competitions at the hayes cup the Hayes Secret T- Cup? Tomorrow that will be the yeah. actual competition with all the judging there it and, is. and all that kind of jazz yeah. happens tomorrow. And this is the Cannabis Awards. And then we're going to doing the Cannabis Awards. So what, are, are there are that. there different categories or how, I mean, yes. what are the, okay, so like yeah, based so like off flower, of. Mm-hmm. Um, concentrate. But is it like based off strength or CBD. that's what we we're kind of trying to. So sort, the, like judges, to... the judges one will be, is going to be, which I like better, honestly, quite honestly, is peer review. The mm-hmm. people that are participating in the event are going to be sampling and judging and have their own score sheets and what you like is your personal. See, favorite. so that's what that's what it's going to be. But is that you... is that hard though? Like after you like say you had to judge five strains yeah. and you smoke two of them, it, it, and gets, you're, it gets complicated. Up. I'm not yeah. going to say it's not. It, it's the best way to do it. I think it's a more a more honest way of getting a real okay. peer review of what mm-hmm. people really like because and and this is going to be and we had again we had I'm repeating myself sorry but this conversation she and i had this morning was exactly that is like i'm an out i'm an outdoor full sun big bud grower man my stuff is just you know huge and then come into this market here where everything's predominantly coming out of a greenhouse or Mm -hmm. indoor Mm -hmm. talking small hard little rock hard little marbles that don't vaguely even look anything like what i do really they don't even look anything like what I i do so now you as the consumer you're going to make the decision. Do you like that or do you like what I do? And honestly, if you like full flavor and terpene rich profiles, sister, I don't think anybody touches me quite honestly. So, so uh, when was the last time you did a competition? And like, how do these competitions oh, see, now you're go? Me show my age. Now. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I've, I've never really gone to I, like I a haven't competed since 1989 and we won. The hey, last that, was, that was the year so. I was born. Why? Why is that? Why? Why'd you I'm stop? Sorry, 1998. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like 89. Yeah. 19, 1998 was the okay. last time I really competed. Yeah. And Brain how damage. do these? Why, go? Yeah. Why did you? Why did you stop? Like, why was there? I wasn't really liking how the market has shifted. You know, I was watching the market shift after 215 happened, and just things that were going on. And I believe the only reason why I'm in the game today is because I took about a six-year hiatus out of it and stepped away from it. Because if I've got a lot of friends that stayed in it and tried to fight through it, and they're they're done. They don't have any. How how do you feel about you know the cookies brands and? I think Burner's a badass. You know, he's right. a smart marketing guy. He's got a great product, and 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 I liked the original Girl Scout. I love the original Girl Scout. My problem is is that everything in the last ten or twelve years since he rolled Girl Scout out has been. A knockoff of his flower you know and it's a big compliment to him but it's a hybrid to a hybrid i mean come on well you guys don't really smoke but something that I, isn't, I something, do, yeah. something that isn't a, a right bread with a girl scout mm-hmm. that's of any great relevance you know so that's a lot of what i'm doing and why my you know some, guys told me to get you know get my ass out there all yeah time. something yeah. that something that i said i was telling her you know with the whole burner thing not being a smoker, the fact that Burner incorporates, you know, I, I heard he does obviously massive numbers on merch and stuff. I said, just because I'm not a weed smoker, I'm, a, I'm very into the vibe. So that's why I had asked if you'd been to Hardeen. Because, like, you know, you go into a Planet 13 out here and it's big, it's extravagant. And then I went over to Hardeen, which is very small, but the, just the difference in vibe. I was just like, oh my God, I want to be here. So like, it's your favorite place, yeah, right? When, Hardeen yeah. is my favorite, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a good vibe, but you know, like when we, when we've been in LA and we go in cookies, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not really a smoker. I do smoke here and there, but I, I enjoy going in Burner's shop and buying his merch, you know, his clothes, his, you know, like 
I still support all you support of the lifestyle I, I support and the culture. The, I understand it. You know, I'm not a, just because I don't do it. I'm not against it. I understand it. And, you know, like I said, I feel like a lot of people should be like that. Do you think do you think it being more mainstream, like like you said, like that with the culture and everything, you think that's making people more acceptive of it, like in a broad James, spectrum? I hope so, brother. Mm -hmm. I mean, and kind of what you're talking about with your mom and then it, and I've talked to a lot of people where their parents, you know, they smoked, you know, my, I mean, hell, my kids are in their late 30s. I got a 40 year old son for crying out loud. You know, I mean, they smoke, you know, they grew up with me as their old man and that's them. They just, they see it and navigate it. And my kids have come out since I came above board four years ago. They're all, they're very supportive of it. You know, Are any of them in the cannabis? I believe at some point that I've got two that are kind of a lot like I am that will come that way when they finish with their careers you know so i'm still building this beast you know i've got a lot of things moving with the expansion of this thing so my hope is that one of my four children steps in and takes some kind of a leadership role at some point i'd like to like to see my oldest three children because they were directly impacted by this the war on drugs when me getting fucking cut yeah. and them taking them and so, how do you feel about that like how yeah. do you feel about the war on drugs now that there's conversations off. about well, legalizing the, the, the somebody in prison plant mm -hmm. it, Anyway, yeah. yeah. What do you think about what do you think about the legalization going on, and then there's still all these people locked up for it? I mean, that's insane. Okay, I mean, you guys are asking me, gentlemen, is it a travesty? It's a travesty. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame on our country. We have corporate as we are sitting here. There's corporations in this city that we're all sitting in right now that are making billions of dollars off of this plant. And we have brothers and sisters locked up over this plant. It's just as I, I feel like when that law changed. Everybody on that charge should have been released immediately. You know? I agree. I completely agree. I mean, it, it makes no sense. How can you have this person in jail? And now most of, you know, like, shoot here, you know, Planet 13, I think I heard was the mayor, the senator of Nevada. Like, these are big figures involved in this money game. Getting, now. I was going to say, yeah, they're getting that money. That the, the money's flowing. But I mean, as far as people, they should be released immediately. Like, all of them that are in there for for marijuana there should be there's there's no excuse for it by today's standards with 33 states having medical laws right. in place and 15 or 16 recreational states now and just the the tides here it just it doesn't make it, it's, a, it's an embarrassment there's honestly. like some states yeah. that are Personally. talking about it but there's a lot of talking and there's not a lot of actual actions going on you're not actually seeing these people coming out it's you know it's kind of like well, a I, I think if, I think if they do do it though, they're gonna make a big deal like, oh, look at what we're doing. It's a good. You should have already done it. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They're gonna make it like, oh, we're we're doing such a big thing, but should have already been done. The states that have done it correct, like Illinois, immediately expungement. Right. You know, New Jersey. New York is talking about that they're New York's going gonna do, to be Jersey did expunging. It. They're, gonna yeah. they're gonna be expunging records and cleaning people's the past up, and and hopefully we'll see this real social. Equity, equity mm -hmm. that buzzword. You know, <laughs> How do you really... feel about that? Because that's a big. I'm. I. The more that I talk about cannabis people, there's a lot of talks about you know social equity brands and you know little organizations yeah. like that. And are you a part of one? I actually am a part of a few different groups, and I support a lot of different. You know, again, I'm a vet, so I support mm -hmm. all the veteran groups as far as making sure they get flower weed for warriors, walk and talk. Those brothers and friends and I make sure that I contribute the best I can there there's a couple of the compassionate groups that I work with that really they're getting flour to you know for example you're you got a family member that's yep. sick that, that, yeah. that's what going back to what we were talking about earlier so like I said growing up you know my mom smoked cannabis her whole life you know like we didn't even know it I mean I knew the smell before I knew what it was and you know <laughs> it, just, it was something she didn't she, she never told us you know and it was like finally you know we had a one of one of our girlfriends had been over and she's like my mom's name's Kathy and she's like Kathy are you high and it threw my mom <laughs> it threw my mom off guard and she's like fucking roll it up like let, let's smoke and then you know she kind of threw my mom under the bus you know my mom's like oh well, i didn't want to tell you but i'm like we grew up smelling that our whole life but you know so then what we were talking about is how back then like i said back then i saw a lot of sticks and seeds and nothing like what you see today but also now today people are saying you know they're 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 saying it's medicine Right. How come we didn't hear that back then? How come people weren't using that term? It's medicine. I'll just go back to the last one here in the country in 1970 when we had the, 
the Narcotics Act passed in 1970, and then in 1972, literally the year I started growing, they made it where they would throw you in prison over a plant, and that's really, it went back channel at that point. And the underground, pre that time, it was pretty open. I mean, we, especially in that area where I was at, it was cannabis was there, you know, it was part of it, was just part of it, never mm. really went away. So now, that, why do you think they did that, though? Why do you think they put a law on it like that when... Because they weren't yeah, part of right? the. I was they say, I like you they're, just they're, you're just running me out there. Control, corruption, and greed. Yeah, they're just yeah. they're barely yeah. finding a way to get to make money off I mean, of it, it without I mean, looking back. I'm gonna. This is the, my normal talk. I, you know, I speak in this realm a lot, but it's control, corruption, and greed, and it's still what is it today. And it's, I, I, just briefly, imagine where we would be with the medical implications of this singular plant if, for the last 50 years, we'd have focused on research versus right. what we focus on. All the money on. they spent yeah. on, yeah. And it's all the this loved ones we've lost, all the people that have suffered needlessly for no reason, all the different things that have happened in this country, all the jobs that would have been created from this thing. This is a travesty. Th this has definitely created this, a lot of jobs. like excuse that they would not put funding to a federally illegal like substance when, why not? You know, it's you're putting money to other things, opioids and all this other horrible, horrible things that have happened to so, so people. So opioids is basically the what the government calls medicine. Well, that's same, what same they, as the cannabis until now, now, until now. Now they, now they called it an epidemic. Okay. And, and, <laughs> yeah. a, and a self-made epidemic. And they're scapegoating, scapegoating a few very wealthy families, which they should. They should be held accountable because they made a lot of money on people. However, to try and say, and again, this is part of what people, we don't really look. If you go back and look at the medical pharmacopoeia pre-1900, cannabis was in everything, brother. There was cannabis tincture. There was cannabis freaking elixirs. There was all kinds of different ways to use the plant. It was used over and over and over and over again. Our medical community had hundreds and hundreds of applications pre-1900. From 1930 to 1932, that's when it switched. One singular man in this country did that. Do you think that uh, cannabis or like CBD can be a, uh, you know, can help COVID or people who have COVID? I'm going to say that THC rich sativa forward flowers that they found isolated in Canada will stop COVID. Oh, and they stop found it, COVID. They, what I've read in the research, and I said, you're going to get all kinds of calls on this, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, the research I've seen that says that the genetics that they isolated, Canada found that the genetic that sativa forward, THC-rich flower, that it, it stopped the virus from coming into your sinuses and into your mucous membrane, just mm -hmm. what, how it functions with your body. It just stopped it from entering your body. So, so when when, when they're yeah when they're saying cannabis is medicine now I know they affiliate it a lot with people that have cancers and whatnot, but I mean, so outside of the cancers, what 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 other things is it considered? I've personally medicine? worked in childhood epilepsy for over twenty years. Personally, okay. I've done work with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children in childhood epilepsy. It's again one of my threads. I work on CBD, CBG, and CBN rich flowers. THC forward, but CBG and CBN rich, which is a lot of research in CBG coming out with childhood epilepsy. This is just something that we thought was working, and over the years now, the science is caught up with tradition, and it, it, it's proving it now that it's working. But childhood epilepsy, post-traumatic stress, pain control, sleep, loss of sleep, sleep induction. Yeah, some, something that's eating, weird. You know, <laughs> loss of appetite, loss Go, of appetite. Go into the sleep thing. So, like, I, I, I don't know if, if you can classify marijuana as, as it's for some people and some some people it's not just like any drug but when i've done you know cannabis and smoked the what, what is it not the the indica yes i find myself up every fucking 15 minutes going to eat something so i'm like <laughs> this is not putting me to sleep i mean it puts me to heavier. sleep you need like but the, full full okay like i have okay anyway i'm gonna my lawyers are going to be pissed. Hey, he's like, oh, oh, no, 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 or mid-range, low-range THC plants, you know, 15%, but it's going to be 15% on the other side as well. That type of flower really 
by most standards, would make it in most dispensary shelves because it's such a low THC amount. Right. But, brother, 20 minutes but, later, you're about sleeping, man. But see, you know, yeah. You, just, you know, sleep like a baby for eight hours. But let know? me ask you this, because now what I've noticed is, disp- you know, bud tenders, when you walk into the dispensary, they, you go, okay, what's what's the best kind? And they always want to tell you, oh, this, this THC is 34, 40%. Does that matter? It does and it doesn't. What do you? Uh, or how about right. when? How about when they just show you? Because I was just recently at, at the Hardeen and there was no longer the jar thing. Like I understand the jar thing. Yeah. They were showing you a picture on the computer. <laughs> like, I don't I mean, get how, it. Like how I do you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's deep personal. It wants you. It makes somebody. If you're not familiar with it, and you walk in there, you're automatically nervous. You know, you're, right. you're, you're, you're looking at computer screens and they're. Well, showing you're looking the at the screen and then the package. You can't even see, see inside what it. it. Is. So it's like, how do you know what's really in there? I hate. I honestly am disappointed in where it's moved, it, and I compete in that. I mean, we compete. You know, glass tubing and fancy packaging, and you can't even see the damn thing. And it's like, <laughs> uh, oh, so there's competitions for how it's represented. I think it's really important that, that the, I hope we can find some kind of a moderate ground where as a consumer, I, like I said, my idea would be where you come in as the consumer and you kind of, you may not know exactly what you want, but you have a rough idea what you're looking yeah, for and the bud tender can get I, out and look with you what's fresh in the house here, the current COAs of everything. We see, have. I feel right, like because when I was a bud tender uh, back in, this is Prop 215 in LA, you were able, like, we opened the jars. Right, right. You were able to put your hand in there. You could smell it. And then, like, you know, a little trick how we got the tips was, uh, you know, you take all the little stems that could cause weight. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Yeah. These people, like, it would be crazy. <laughs> they would, like, if there was a stick, like, if there was, like, a long stem, and I just, you know, pop that off and, and, that and whatever. People <laughs> would industry. tip you. And I used to have people wait in line for me because they knew that they were getting straight get nugs. Yeah. They're getting no seeds. But it was just like, and, it, and then I taught my girls how to do that. And then they were making money. And it was just so well, weird. That, that's, but, why, do, why do you think that's changing, though? Do you think it's because yeah. it's getting so busy? Or you think it's, they're just, it's just. The, it's like a trend to now instead corporate. Of, I mean, they're yeah, trying to they're yeah. trying to impersonalize it, and there was something really. Right. All right, and again, you've heard me talk. I mean, I, <laughs> I do a deal. Mine's, I'm about the spirituality of the plant, and there's an interconnection between every consumer and their plant. But it's your own personal experience. Like hers is different from mine. Yours is different. You know, we're all different of how this thing works with us. And that's got lost in translation in the last 15 years. You know, now you, what you said, your mom's intimidated to walk into this type of an environment. And that's, I think, that's the part that I don't like. I would rather, honestly, you know, your greeter walking in the door with a smile and a face, what can I help you find? And there's a, a beautiful selection of jars that are open where you can smell it, see it, look it. May, I get... The, the sanitation in it, all right, rubber gloves and freaking tongs, but you still... Is that know, why they that, started, did they consider that a sanitation issue? It's what it is. Yeah. That's what they're making it as the reason I was going to say, is that, is that an excuse, though, or you think Article, really, it is It's an excuse. excuse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and gentlemen, think about it. I mean, because um, I can't even believe we do this. We package them down to the gram. You know, we package from the... Gr- we'll package any size you want. Okay, you're a wholesaler coming in, and you, I want four gram packages. Sis, we'll make you four gram packages. You know, who the hell does four gram? You yeah. Know, three and a half, seven, you know, 14, right? Right. I mean, but that's just what it's gotten down to. We've gotten to where we have to be all so on the fly on this stuff. If I'm white labeling something, we'll build it to your specifications of however you want it packaged. And that's the only way to compete in this thing. And honestly, you guys would just shake your heads. We make nothing on our pre rolls. It's just strictly to get it out there. Because so, so that yeah, there's another question. I notice every time we, we we've been in these dispensaries and whatever, they're always saying, "Oh, we're going to give you a free pre roll." <laughs> Is that generally the bullshit of the of the, the bad? It can it can and can't be. If, again, yeah. it depends on the location. You know, if right. you're like in you're in Humboldt County, like at HPRC Humboldt Patient Resource Center, the longest, the grandfather of it, the grandmother of it all. You know, it's like. Their pre-rolls, they do $5 pre-rolls you know, yeah. all the time. It's off the secondary flower that when they're breaking stuff down. Yes, so it's still yes, flowered. Yes. You know, it's still flowered still material. Flower, it's still a really good but material. it's kind of like a cocktail. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little have, mixture. Have you ever heard anybody allergic to weed? I haven't. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> introducing our producer. You're crazy. You. 
<laughs> he's allergic to marijuana. Which what, I've never I, almost, what is it that you're I allergic to? I rolled. I lit I a joint in here and he almost you died. Like, you just know it I doesn't it feel joking. good when people <laughs> smoke yeah. around like you? Asthma or something I like that, like, maybe. Yeah. Every time I'm around it, it breaks. In the mic, Matt. In the mic, in the mic. You. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I know I've never heard of it until he said that and I mean like it's I a said, plan. Either either he's something. either he's bullshitting because he doesn't <laughs> like to smoke. I mean or there, there are people actually, out there I don't that are allergic to water and sunlight. That's what I was saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. Well you're yeah. in the group with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are your uh what are your feelings since uh we're talking about it? You know, I know you look at it on the more medical side and stuff, uh about all this Olympic drama going on. Um Oh yeah. Yeah, what's my home yeah. girl? What's, what's homegirl's name from Shikari. Shikari. Shikari, man. Yeah. I think it's a travesty. Shout out to her. She's, now, you know, I, she's in a state where the laws have been in place in Oregon longer than pretty many any place in this country. Is, is that where she is she from, she from Oregon? Oregon? Oh, okay. Well, she, 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 she went to she went to college. Maybe, but I think that's where she was training at. Oh, okay. I read that's where she had a prescription. Oh. She has a medical prescription. Yeah, if I understood she, it correctly, she had a medical prescription. She's training in a state where it's legally been legal for freaking well over a decade. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. She, I know she went to college at LSU, but yeah, she probably trains all over the all yeah, over the world. At this particular incident, if I understood it correctly, I may be wrong. I got brain damage. So I no, no. I think, I think that. Think that she was well, well I know I, she was in a state where there were, were medical laws in place. Something I said is, I said, Do you think, you know, with all these turn of events in marijuana, is this a self induced awareness? Like they're they're bringing this up to globally say, Well, that's that's the only thing is it's not like because I have a, a lot of people are blaming it. the U.S., but it's obviously the, the whole you know, it's that the team is is worldwide. The, oh, she's not the board, the yeah, one. the board. I mean, she's she's not the only one using the plant. Oh, it's yeah, a, right. you know, yeah, of course. She's not. Yeah. And this, again, I think it's real hypocritical, and I honestly believe it's against her civil rights. I believe they violated her rights for this well, whatever she's a that, citizen. That's what I was. That's in. what I was telling you. Like when I when I first saw and heard this, because what was strange was is I actually watched the Olympic trials, so I saw her race, and I was just like, that's incredible. And then this comes out, and I'm like, is this is this just a trick the government's doing so that they can later on say, oh, well, guess what? Now we're going to allow her to, and we're the heroes of this. Well, what was crazy is that she got so much press than, you know, the other athletes who didn't do anything. And it was like, why is there so much attention on her? And then to also ban her from actually going to the Olympics. I, just, yeah. I feel like it's, it's not the U.S. though, because like that's a guaranteed gold medal, and why would they like hate on themselves in the, in that aspect? <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's, and what's st- what's strange sense. to me is you know like you know what being that she's a sprinter, she's actually a very small girl, and I'm like to actually run at that speed, being shorter than most uh, sprinters, it's it's insane to me. Uh, and it's it's like everyone was saying too is like it's not known as a performance enhancing drug it's not like she was out there that's what they try to say it was a enhancement drug yeah, right like, well, yeah it was a completely how? yeah that yeah. makes yeah. zero that sense right there yeah. that, that is yeah, yeah it goes the opposite no way at all. yeah yeah so that's what i mean that happened to one of our brothers that uh that we're good friends with nick diaz so he was in the ufc tested positive uh for smoking and it was crazy because the fight that he tested positive on anderson silva tested positive on for steroids he got a one-year suspension. Nick got five-year suspension. Holy so shit. they actually, what was crazy was the the celebrity share. Uh, she started a petition for him, and you know they got that. You know they ended up lifting the ban of five years. I think they only put him out for about a year or so. But I'm like, what are they doing here? I'm like, you know, you got a guy who really used performance-enhancing drugs, and he gets one year, and then you got this guy over here who smoked weed, which is not performance-enhancing at all. And they gave him five years, which in UFC, that's the end of your career, basically. You're out five years. It, oh, absolutely. And, I mean, honestly, the truth of it, because I know the story a little bit, is he's using it for pain control. He's using it. For, I, for, I think, well, what you were saying about the PTSD, I think he does it for that. I mean, I, you know, I know him personally, and, I, and he, and, you know, oh, like I would I said, absolutely we agree. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like, you know, just going out there and knowing that you got to get do, do this step in the ring with these type of people, that's a lot of. Uh, well, same with uh, Shikari, too. She, she, she just lost her mom, yeah. right? And she was, she was you know, using it um, for depression and, and to kind of help well, cope with. And her. another thing, I mean, they were saying that, like, you know, Olympics doesn't pay their athletes and. 
kind of a smart way of her to kind of integrate herself into the cannabis mm-hmm, community. Mm-hmm. However, you know. Oh, she's going to be the project. Yeah, I was going to say, yes, yeah, those endorsements are knocking on the door. Yeah, those endorsements are coming. Uh, I mean, luckily, it's early in her career. I mean, she's got. Yeah, she's 21. Yeah, she's 21 years year. old. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's it's just a sad thing to see. But like I said, I know what the outcome is going to be. They're going to overturn it i'm sure and make it you know i don't know what the full deal was what was the full deal with the uh, michael phelps when but he, he, had, uh, he that but was that was afterwards so right? that it was after, after and yeah. that was a friend who was basically trying to shout uh, out to michael phelps <laughs> it was, try, it was friend Michigan. trying to exploit him and trying to get money out of it and you know uh sold it to a, a blog or whatever wow. but he had already competed so he wasn't yeah, it was post Olympics in a process of uh, com- competition. That's yeah, almost uh, worse though to to really go after yeah. them for post. You know, do you think there's a future for athletes and, and you know people who are in athletic? In- it should be industries. I mean, we're just seeing so much of the research. The science is catching up now. The medical science is catching up. They're getting more and more data is coming in every day i believe what we do with the plant specifically for post-traumatic stress applies to our athletic our sports communities and more specifically our pro ball players our football players the head trauma stuff going on all that kind of that thread there's so much of a crossover with what happens with our military community with concussions and percussion explosions you know the same kind of impact explosions head damage that's where I'm saying. But do you think marijuana heals that, or do you think it just blocks, like meaning just blocks you out for that temporary period of time to where you don't think about? I think it the, both. I mean, I think there's a healing aspect to it because our bodies have been shut down of our cannabinoidal receptors that we all have in our bodies. You know, we've had this plant that we're supposed to interact with it. It's taken out of your system. Once it starts turning, all these sensors start turning down, your body's going to start healing itself. That's one application of it. But the other part of what you said, it's a, I think it's a better, and honestly, everybody that I've talked to, and you kind of get what, you know, you, and you, what you, you were talking about earlier, I'd rather have this natural plant than a synthetic pill. Yeah. You know, that, and that's, if, if my choice is synthetic medicine, why would I not do that? You know, for right. mm. performance enhancing. Oh, for yeah, MMA that was, athletes. Um, yeah, that was this, just this past well, week. Well, so, so again, what we're talking about, you got a big UFC thing, and then now all of a sudden, MMA is using it now. They're, they yeah. got their hand in the pot. That was somebody, there was another one. It's a, he's one, one of the big fighters was coming out that he's got his own cannabis brand coming out. Oh, that was, was like, that was Anthony oh. Rumble Johnson. Oh. Yeah, he, he was involved. You know, he was talking about he, he stepped away. He actually retired and, and said he retired to go into cannabis. He's back now, probably because he figured out, you yes. know, that <laughs> that they he, could. He still legal. wants to, you know, still wants that that extra money that he was getting for fighting. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I said. I mean, that that that's proof right there that you know, MMA community. They, you know, they did that a couple years ago, and then now all of a sudden they're a part of it. Yeah, I can't can't imagine that the UFC would not be joining the bandwagon. You know? Oh yeah, I've, right. I've heard the UFC even has you know they their own. I think it's it's just a CBD, but I mean I think they're they have their own brand or it's trippy. I mean, and you what you what you said earlier the CBD part. You know they'll get into that thread, but as soon as you throw the THC word, oh no 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 yeah <laughs> right, no, right. Yeah. hot water yeah that's yeah that's crazy man. Do you think that's gonna ruin it though? Like uh, it getting that commercial? Do you do you feel like it, people? Because I feel like on that corporate level they don't care about they the quality care. and the product. They they're they're just don't. they're all about greed. dollars per gram. Mm-hmm. How much it takes to produce it? How quickly? How cheaply? And well, half of these guys don't smoke when it. When you were sitting there when we were this morning when it was me and you and Jason and we we're trying to figure out has this stuff been washed with a, ammonia or not. Right. Was, he, right, right, right. There's a sample that's given to us and mm-hmm. it's a sealed mylar bag. I'm looking at it because, you know, and he's an old school guy and he's looking at it. This doesn't look right. What do you think, old man? And I'm looking at it and saying, <laughs> it kind of looks like SIF, but it doesn't look like SIF. And I opened the bag up and I first thing I'm smelling is just look like it's been washed, in, you know, some kind of a disinfectant to wash it with. Well, now all of a sudden it puts in the quality. Is it even safe to consume? Yeah. You know, why, why would they do that? Why would they wash it? A number of reasons. Mold, possibly. That's my first thought. You know, they don't want to yeah. waste. The, they got powder, powdery mildew or, or mold. They don't want to waste the product, so they're going to run it through a is disinfectant. It, is it a way of, of increasing the weight, possibly? 
it's supposed to be dry, so it shouldn't really be part of an increase in the weight from that application. The way the product that we were looking at was a you know dry sift powder, it's supposed to have been crumbled hash. It's supposed to have been crumbled. Ah, uh, okay, you know, that, okay. That white yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was white too, which the crumbled hash is like an amber tone. You know, it's golden brown, red, that kind of deal. It's never really pure white. And that was what was throwing Jason off. Is this stuff is white? And he was asking me, "What do you think?" As I was done, I think. <laughs> I couldn't tell what it was. I literally, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Can, can I taste plant in it? Yeah. Can ah. I taste anything? I couldn't even taste anything in it. And I think that's when he 86, the bag's like, well, we ain't going to be using this because yeah. we don't know. <laughs> no, and even worse, brother, no no numbers, no data, no, it was just a blank bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, it, it, I just hope it doesn't turn like, you know, now that it's legal. Like I felt like when this whole vape thing came up, here in Vegas, especially, there were vape stores on every single corner. Now I know there's bad vape stores and there was good vape right, stores, right. but those those disappeared quick. So now that cannabis is popping up, you know, you, the thing I, I think you don't want it to turn into is like, oh, is this is this the next Seven Eleven? Like now they're on every single corner, and like you we're said, now you gotta it. now you gotta decipher like who's the bullshit, who's not. Is it more about the money than you know? than the actual There's plant. a lot of empty buildings. I've seen a lot of people in the last 10 years that came into this game with not the best intentions and didn't understand the, the real, you know, the real ins and outs of growing cannabis on a large scale. They put millions and millions of dollars into some really fancy buildings and structures that they've gone under. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Med men. You know, I, I call it the <laughs> mother, you know, Mother Ganja has a way of controlling things. You know, I really you know, <laughs> oh, preach that. Okay. You know, she, she, your mother tells you how it is, and you have you. And I tell you, ask about young growers. This is something that is an old grower. Yes. You can't tell her what to do. She tells you what she requires and needs to flourish. And if you give her what she needs, then and you can read her, then you can do. Then you can be really good at this. Do you most, think there's most cultivators? They just want to. You know, one thing fixes it all, and yeah. it doesn't work that way. So. Do you think there's anything um, someone like you that really cares about it and has been in it for that long can do to keep it from going that way, or do you kind of just stay in your well, lane? I'm and... doing it right now, big yeah. guy. Yeah. Sitting here with you guys, putting the word out, mm -hmm. man. I'm sharing mm -hmm. my flowers out with people over the next couple of days. I've been, been promoing down in LA for two days before I came over here. Nice. You know, it's like it's because what. And now it's to the point where I can do that. You know, yeah. I've spent a lot of time, energy, effort, and a lot of money getting it all branded, getting it all licensed and protected, getting it ready to roll it out. Because I've been doing it for so long, I've been hands on a lot of work over the years. Yeah. And a lot of things that we kind of had a conversation. You know, I've, I've, my my particular group, we we've, we've got our hands on a lot of stuff that everybody touches now. You know, and just our our fingers are in a lot of the genetics that are on the world right now and that's just part of that area in northern california you know we control we didn't realize it but we get it now man like 85 percent of the best genetics in the world come within about a 50 mile radius of where i live you know I mean, that's yeah. just the truth yeah, of yeah. it you know? so anyway yeah so what we were what, what was crazy was so so if you've if you've watched this transition from 1972 to now to seeing it legal do you see like you know for, this is for you super james by the way <laughs> do you see i mean it's almost as funny as us sitting here saying that 25 years from now cocaine's going to be the same thing uh, it's going to have all these funny names it's going to have all this like that's it probably might. what it that i mean but is it that's kind of how you feel like well, did you, you ever think it would get to this point did you I, ever? oh god no man you know right. after getting yeah. handcuffed i just assumed i would take all my knowledge and of the plant to the grave with me i just assumed i would die with this information and honestly to be sitting in the space and talking to you guys on the in this on format yeah. on a podcast yeah, is a little just... trippy to think that we can have this conversation looking at the blinds yeah. you know every five minutes is the man <laughs> coming you know that kind of deal because yeah. if we tried to if we tried to this conversation 20 years ago what kind of trouble would we be in oh, I, yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. And I saw i saw old like cop shows where people were getting busted on for having weed and it was like you know that's like the 80s and are stuff. them uh that the whole thing with them raiding willie nelson's tour bus i know <laughs> he he made yeah he said he, <laughs> he he made the comment that it was like uh it was like raiding an old folks home 
you know, and I'm like, but I mean, that's crazy, you know, to they think bu- that well, they busted him for a roach. That's what they could bust him with. And that's what they for consumption. And, 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 they, and it, they didn't even bust him for weed. The IRS got him. That's how they really. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The IRS, they're going to find you. Yeah, I think it was like you, True was talking about it earlier, you know, that, that they kind of keep that gray area there just if they need it for something just else. In case. Yeah, just in case that there's still something we can get you for. for probable cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I smelled it. Now yeah. they got a reason to pull you over and search your vehicle. Right. I thought I smelled the aroma of cat marijuana. Right. See, they, but yeah, if it's see, legal, that, then they, they can't that's use really that. Tricky. That's really that tricky. That's why I stopped smoking in my car. Yeah, they use that a lot in Vegas, the the whole probable cause, and I've heard well, not many anymore. people. Um, so the AB 400, I believe, was passed where they can't, uh, they can't, like, criminate you right away because you well, have they, well they keep saying uh thc in your system yeah, they keep saying so when all this took off here they were giving out duis left and right actually it was called an ouin driving <laughs> under the influence of a narcotic but i'm like the gray area there is how do you you know and they're saying that they are going to come up with a testing format for marijuana now they stop giving those tickets out because they're giving it's Everything an easy question have you smoked anything yes i did you're under arrest yeah, yeah, but I that's mean, why it, that law is put in place now. Yeah, well, I'm just saying they said though that they're they're now, however, coming up with this however, test. How do you test? Let's you know there is going to be some jackass cop that will fucking try to well, it, it bypass be, that and still try to give you. some Well, shit like he for said, it. the the probable cause again, he pulls you over. It's not illegal, but he smells it. So then he can say, hey, I got probable cause to think you're under the influence. So I'm, now I can get in your car. Yeah. Or, Search your vehicle, go through your personal contents, the whole nine yards. The whole yeah. nine. Probable cause when they say that, that that's kind of, that's a gray area. That's not, sure. I got nothing, but I want to mess but with I wanna you. But so. I want to look at you. I want to look at you. Yeah, I got nothing. I want to see got, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's that's crazy. Speaking of crazy. So yeah, <laughs> free Britney. Yeah, I was just gonna say because really Britney Spears need to be medicated I was, on cannabis. That's a good. That's a. I think I we need to calm I her mean, down. And, and uh, outside of Britney, but it is getting crazy. Yeah, for out, her case. Outside of we're gonna we're gonna get into Britney, but outside of Britney, uh, what what is it called? She's on a conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yeah. yeah. So Domo was showing me James the free this Britney stuff movement. about uh, Tila Tequila's bugging out right now. Oh yeah, she brought that up. We were talking about yo. I'm like, so she again? Did she went? She went through she, it before. Oh, it's she's again? doing it. She's doing it Round two? So she made some viral video saying that black women are bald. <laughs> and, oh, man, dude, she was getting roasted Bugging. on by all these men. I mean, first of all, it's like you, you have no say to say What was say she that saying about why they wear wigs? She was of... reading out of the Bible, and she was Just... saying why they are, you know, they're cursed to be bald. And... <laughs> Where's she been at though? It's been like she, eight years. Well, here, well, here's the thing. She I'm like, just, she needs to be under conservatorship. Yeah. Right yeah. Like so it. someone like that. Yeah. I mean, Brittany did have that period where she went through it, but uh, but you know just, what? I feel like everybody at some point in their life goes through that period. Yeah. And like we like, talked about, yeah, just, the stars. It's just Brittany's period was televised. Yeah. But if they televised all of our things, yeah, no one would care. The K-Fed, <laughs> the K-Fed wedding. Yeah. With the little jumpsuits. I don't. Even, hey, I don't. I don't even. Re- yeah, I don't even <laughs> remember that. I just. I just know that K Fed's one of your boys. But um, the <laughs> attorney. So her attorney has resigned, and her manager has resigned. So, so I guess some, everyone's. I guess everyone involved shit. is getting death they're threats. They're jumping ship. Yeah. They're like, yo, we don't want. We don't want anything to can do you, with this. Can you imagine being her under conservatorship, and the only people you think you can trust, your attorney and whatever, they jump ship on you? Like that. That's they scary. They need to. The sister, that, the Jamie Lynn Spears, she came out. She was okay. So to that's right. So shit. so the 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 lawyer that left was court appointed. Court appointed. And so her mom is trying to oh, get her. Hang on. First of private. all, why? Yeah. yeah how did, how does so like here? You have to use this attorney. How does she have a court appointed attorney? I like, think yeah. it's because the conservatorship, conservatorship yeah. they court appoint you somebody. That's. I mean, I don't know. That's under payroll. Of I don't know. She's be... no, no. She's. She's paying for the whole fucking damn thing. She's paying That's for a her attorney. Yeah, she's paying for well, her you know, dad's attorneys. Something that I said is, at the very least, you know, like you know, let, let's say she does have some issues or some medical problems. At the very least, however much this woman has, 50, 60 million, 
why not say, okay, we're going to release you from this, whatever the conservatorship, conservatorship, but you get X amount of money to spend to the end of your life. Well, it's like if, a trust fund. Yeah. Like, that, like, uh, but, well, but that, that way, that way, if she does bug out, well, she doesn't lose her fortune. So, so she's supposed to get some type of allowance. Which is fucking crazy. I was gonna say, even then, it's her money. Like, it's that's like, so let her blow stupid, it. Fuck it. But she's not getting that. You know, uh, there's other people who are in conservatorships, like the Amanda Bynes, and it's like these fucking parents. Who was Amanda are Bynes? Are so evil. So she was on all that on Nickelodeon. She came. She was on. You know, it's, it's all real, the it's all the Disney Nickelodeon. This is the nineties kids. kids oh, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's all. all that. That was. Remember, we took you to the little restaurant thing. Yeah. Um, so these fucking parents, they get these little business consultants or whatever the fuck they inspire yeah, the, parents all the parents never done any to of this. get their kids into this. And then it's like, oh, I can, I can put this person on lockdown, but I'm going to spend her so, money. Yeah. So how did somebody like Michael Jackson with Joe Jackson or Beyonce with her dad, could they have pulled the conservatorship? Well, on so the fact of the matter of her doing all the crazy shit fucking shaving her head yeah she gave him the excuses you know, and, and the they, they called like a 5150 on her like with her kids and she had lost custody k-fed got full custody of the kids Which like what, really what the fuck yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so man and she just had really he was the moral strong voice in the relationship oh. yeah <laughs> i want to know what he was getting paid oh, to have full custody and she just had Can you look that up, Hugh? What, what K Fed was getting his child support? Child support. Like. There was a lot. I remember that. There was a lot. There was <laughs> that a guy. Lot. Yeah, it was funny because uh, he he had a residency out here at a strip club. He's got club. a thing for backup dancers. So, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was. Yeah. I, I'm Her wondering when. He, yeah. I'm wondering when he's gonna come back. But yeah, he had a little residency no. at CH3. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of, uh, of big things going on this weekend, I uh, just want to say what's our, our, our sponsor, the, the Proper 12 Whiskey, which oh, is yes. by uh, Conor McGregor, who today, being that he's fighting Dustin Poirier this weekend, we I can say that I'm a Conor fan, but overall, just for the weekend. this is Diaz country. And, and uh, of course, we all see my, my friend Nate up there choking Conor out, so <laughs> we, we, we apologize for that, but... This weekend, I guess I would say I'm a I'm a Connor fan against Dustin Poirier, and I, and the reason I say that is because of what Connor does. What were you for, What were you for, saying about the uh, about the sales, the liquor sales? They, <laughs> no, they. I mean, they were just saying in general. Oh, hang on, oh, here we, we go. We got the three thousand, um, uh, twenty thousand, ten thousand per son. Jesus. He was asking for sixty at one point. Really? I bet he was. He was asking for sixty thousand. He said he claimed that she was making thirty-four million a year. Jesus, twenty thousand a month. So that's for all, the all three kids. Is that oh, what it's saying? What's that? Oh, uh, she has two. Two, 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 two. two. Twenty thousand. Yeah, ten per son each month. Well, I mean, that's what still you, a good little side hustle. I, I think like the excuse you always hear is like, oh, well, they're used to that lifestyle, so I have to maintain that lifestyle when they're with me. That's like always the go-to yeah. excuse, like yeah. when they want that money. Going back to the Conor McGregor, I mean, the thing that, that I respect about him the most is, you know, they were saying how much money he brings to the city. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. I mean, he before Conor McGregor, I mean, the UFC wasn't paying these fighters shit. They still claim that, you know, that they're not paying them shit, which I don't think they are. But I'm happy that, you know, Conor McGregor is doing his thing and, you know, making, you know, keeping everybody alive and actually up he's in that. He's an entertainer for he's, sure. He's an entertainer and uh, a good yeah. couple of big events um, the past couple of weeks, bringing bringing everything back to Vegas. You guys yeah, hear well, you guys hear anything about the uh, about the resorts world? Like any any bad stories? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hear a lot of people who go there and mm -hmm. then they. Come. Oh yeah, I see haven't it. heard bad stories, I haven't. but I haven't heard great. Stories. Like, it's kind of there. It's yeah. Just can but, you, Hugh? Can you scroll up a but little? But they had Miley Cyrus there for yeah, the Fourth of July, right so that's pretty you, big. You guys see this? It says Conor McGregor made a monetary killing in 2020, become the world's highest paid athlete, Jeez. but his draw is just uh, his draw to Las Vegas businesses. They were. You know, I saw they had the guy from the D Hotel. They were just saying, you know, that they were charging double. Their, every, they were saying everybody makes money. Yeah, the hotels. The uh, scroll, scroll up a little bit, uh, Hugh. It said right there, uh, says the hotel suites rate climbed up, 
climb up six thousand per night during during McGregor. Fight. Yeah, I just just for shits and giggles, I was like, hey, you know what? It's in town. Maybe I should go check it out. Mm-hmm. The cheapest seat online was six seventy nine. And that's, and that's like that's in like the parking lot. Nosebleed. <laughs> nosebleed, you know, you throw, yeah. you go with another Where, person. Uh, is it T-Mobile? T-Mobile. T-Mobile. And I, I don't understand why they didn't do it at Raiders. Maybe the whatever, but I, I can't believe yeah. they didn't do that at a uh, Raiders stadium. Yeah, that was big over the weekend. They I see the, the uh, Blau no. and uh, they sold out oh. uh, Blau and Elenium. Uh, oh, that yeah, so Blau that was, was on the isn't, isn't Blau from he Las Vegas? Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're born, he's born and raised here. Uh, yeah, they sold it out, though. Dude, I mean, it was, it was, what, what is the what's the capacity, Hugh, of uh, – I was thinking about that the other day, Allegiant? Raiders stand, but I'm like – how the hell? I, I thought it was just going to be the floor, but it was floor open. Oh, so open was, floor. It was like EDC times. Yeah, 10. it was open floor and seating. So that's you know whatever the whatever the capacity is at a game, it's what, I would another guess thirty thousand. Like Forty. What, what do they got? Sixty-five thousand. Wow. And I mean, I saw I saw a lot of uh, stuff, a lot of people's social media, and I mean that place was fucking. It was no, it was long. That's long, the yeah. one that's across from where I'm staying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was wondering because I'm like a lin- Who the hell is a lineum? Yeah. I, no, I didn't even know. I didn't even I mean, know who that was to draw. But that that, that I, it was life is beautiful that put on the show. But yeah, that's I mean oh, it's really? not. It's not like a. Oh, game. it was the life. Yeah, is life beautiful is beautiful. People? It was the promoter oh, wow. on the show. They, yeah. Well, they fucking killed. That and shit. Uh, oh yeah, no, they 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 killed it. I was yeah, I was kind of like, man, that's a big venue and that's a big risk. But he. Do you, he well, do you it. think? Yeah, do you think it's because people have been cooped up so much that everybody's like, uh, fuck a raid? I mean, he let's, he let's definitely has shit. that draw, and um, you know, he plays out here. Uh, who Blau or Alinium? Uh, yeah. He he has that draw. I think it's. I uh, didn't even know who that was. But it's definitely, I think, coming out of COVID um, as well, and. He only plays here. You know that 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 rave crowd is like a younger crowd, and he only plays at clubs out here. He's got you know he's got a residency um, uh, with Tal Group, um, so you get the you know the twenty one and unders that can finally go see him. So that's, that's was that an too. all ages show? Uh, I don't know if it was eighteen and up or all ages, but it definitely. I thought yeah. the only way that it sold out like that it would have to be eighteen and up because I'm like that that was massive sell out yeah. Raiders Stadium. Yeah, that's insane. And I mean, I, I actually went to the guy's social media. Not that that matters, but <laughs> he didn't really even have a big social media. Yeah. To, I, like, I, I'm like, just... Tiesto would sell out the thing. Right, right, right. That's what I assumed him. it would be something like that. I'll get, and then what? Is it this... Tiesto this weekend? Um, Tiesto he, he is, is this at, weekend. at, um. He's at that, the new one at. At Resorts World. At Resort World. Oh, but Resort Garth, World. Garth Brooks is at Allegiant. He was supposed yeah. to be the first show at Allegiant. But it just oh, happened that right. he's, they're, probably that yeah. they're probably hey, pissed that they're probably pissed that they got this. Well, you wonder with the uh, with the Linium being sold out, was it really to come see him, or did people just want to see the stadium? <laughs> that's a good. That's yeah. actually. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's. I don't know. Uh, well, something it's, it's I've noticed, you know, I, I noticed, I saw that uh, Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan were. That coming. was last weekend as well, right? Where it's, they're coming to get to here to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Where? MGM. Uh, MGM. MGM. Yeah. But again, like. You know, I'm like, just people know that we've been in a pandemic because these prices have quadrupled. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They know they're getting unemployment. Everybody's out there. (laughs) Spend those loans. (laughs) loans. They're like, everybody went up. So spend those loans money. What what else you got over there, James? You got Uh, any other thing? That was it. I wanted to touch on the the Vegas stuff because obviously we're here in Vegas. How do you think this Britney thing is going to end? I mean, I have feelings. I have faith. I have faith Britney's going to win. We're gonna do Domo's uh, Britney updates every week and, yeah. and keep you guys informed on that. I'm I'm in the loop, and I think everyone's just eating off this now, especially you know what I mean. Everyone's getting paid; they're gonna drag it out. And are they doing this to get our minds off of something? I don't know, but she's also <laughs> telling fans like she went to Hawaii and she did. So she was like sending messages to fans and the paparazzi. She to posted. Fuck off. Um, Hugh, can you pull up her her Instagram and just look at her last post? She <laughs> so, posted something funny. But is it is it her or is it her it, dad it was, on there? No, 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 yeah, it's who's it's, controlling it's, that? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's a really good. She, but see that, those she, the, when she posts those videos, she's I don't know, she yeah. just They're doesn't look right. Cryptic, yeah, yeah, she doesn't look right, and she yeah she was you like singing what? random things. Brainy looks like a hot mess, but we're. If, I mean, if regardless. I was going through what she was going through, I would look like a hot mess. But too. they were, but they were saying like, you know, you showed me a lot of videos of her doing these dances and crazy yeah, yeah, shit. Looks, <laughs> however, oh, yeah, see, it's, however, a, it's no, like this is a new here. thing. So they said she just posted this, but she doesn't have her like tattoos. So they're like, this might not be her. But okay, and know. then so look at the uh, she, she look at the very first post there, because that's what she's talking about in that one. Uh, what's Kiss her caption ass. say? I edited out my tattoos on my neck because I wanted to see what it would look like clean. 
So she was she was clapping back at everyone going up against her. Oh, they were all yeah, probably saying funny. like, "Oh, you're not, you know, because the, the back of that looks a little bit fit and <laughs> well, muscular." She, yeah, exactly. And it's like if you scroll down, yeah, like this one, it said the do's and don'ts. She's saying if you're a pap fan or anyone in my space, like, fuck off. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but doesn't this, I mean, but doesn't this seeing shit like this, though, is kind of like it, it eggs on the case? You. Yeah, it, like, like, that's no what I mean. Wonder, like, no wonder she's, she's, she's under conservatorship. But she's who not. was I talking to? So I, I was talking to somebody and they said, oh, my hairdresser. Um, he said that one of the girls was a waitress and, and she would serve Brittany. She said, that girl's a hot mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I did an event with her probably about five or six years ago when uh, when she was doing the press and, and taking pictures. I told everyone, like, man, it felt like a robot in there. Like, she's just, like, zoned out. Like, didn't even look at anyone. Just looked straight for That's, an hour straight. You know, if you're under conservativeship, that could be the meds that they're giving her to keep her in that. Well, that's what I think because that was that era when she was like, I don't want to do this Vegas show. I don't want to be in. And they're like, no, you're going to do it. Like, you're going to do it. So maybe they were just and I, feeding them to her I to get her to, to get through show, But you know what? I think we just need to send Brittany some weed and just say, yo. Yeah, go. Doc, Doc's going to hook her up. To, Doc's going to get that this. address. Uh, give us your social media again. You, I know you have two different ones. Uh, I got uh, my genetics page is Doc Ray Genetics is Doc underscore Ray underscore Genetics on Instagram, and then Good Mofo Farms LLC is my company and my farm. Well, farm. Nice. Good, and good luck. You're going to be doing the competition at the Hayes Secret Cup this. That's this tomorrow. Yep, hey, that's we're, tomorrow. We're, and you'll we're also expecting be at a win. Las yeah, Vegas Cannabis Awards. Yep. On Saturday? That's the, if, I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still alive. Yeah, if we make it through tomorrow. There so we that's, go. that's going to be uh, an interesting interesting thing tomorrow. So. Well, keep us updated. Make sure you stop back through. Wishing we're, we're, you we're, all we're, the luck. Yeah, we're, we're like, if you, if you don't take these little shits out of the out of the game and let them know what's up. <laughs> we, the game, the, the game. I have, I have hope, gentlemen. I was I sat down in L.A. with a couple of 320-somethings the other day, and I had one of them let her go. Oh man, that's the best thing I've ever smoked in my life. And I was like, you've been smoking for like three weeks. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Great, thank you, but thank you for the compliment. But thank you for the compliment. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate but the, you. One of the other ones he got into a, a, we had a full blown terpene discussion, oh. which I just really thought for his age, is I just didn't think twenty or somethings were in on terpene profiles and full effect, and actually knew the entourage effect were and the whole deal. So it's kind of a cool conversation that. There's trying to flex a, on you. A young group of <laughs> cannabis enthusiasts, cannabinoirs, whatever the verbiage you want to use for it, that are they're 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 embracing it. This younger generation. I think it's good that it. also good. you you being such a legend in the game that you're willing to sit down with them and and try and help them. And whether they take your advice and and your knowledge or not, at least you're trying to uh, to keep that going in the game and keep it at that that upper level. Well, they keep asking, James. So and the youngsters keep you know keep pinging my email and my. I was gonna say forward. If if none of his kids decide to step up, I would consider taking over your get that money for life. Brother, it's stupid. I'm I, just stunned after being thrown in jail what they well, again, I can't go down that yeah. rabbit hole, but what they told me Allegedly. yesterday, I shook my head <laughs> saying, Really? Okay. <laughs> so, All right, well, we, we, we out, James? Yes, we, we appreciate you. Thank us you out. so um, much for coming by. Yeah, really appreciate, appreciate your time. You Make sure show. you're following us at Green Room Radio, uh, Green Room Radio on uh, YouTube as well. Yeah, thegreenroomradio.com. There, there we go. You yeah. can find right everything on there. there. Appreciate yeah. you guys. All right, peace out. Peace.